The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Next Gen Child Free 18 to 25. I'm Cody. I'll be one of your co-moderators. And I'm Lenora. I am the other co-moderator. Uh, thank you to our presenting sponsor, Child Free Media, our champion level sponsor, Child Free Wealth, and our additional sponsors, Best Child for Life Possible Facebook Group, 365 Diversity, Buy Child Free, Buy Child Free Shop, Child Free Family, Child Free Journals, StopHavingKids.org, StreamYard, The Age of the Child, The Age of the Child, a novel by Kristen Tetsy, and Wild Egg, a novel by Jennifer Flint. And a little disclaimer ahead of time here. The opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the event or its affiliates. All right, now that that's been said, let's have some fun. Let's pull our speakers up here. We have hello, Laura, hello. Juliana, Daphne, Lois. All right, I think that's all we have. So we'll yeah. start out, just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, name, age, location if you want to. We'll, we'll start with uh, Laura. Hi, um, I'm Lar. I am 25. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew Lenore was going to let it um, Okay, I'm actually 26, but I applied before I turned 26. So slid in there. 25. Um, I live in Boston. I am a child-free TikToker. I announced when I was three years old to my mom in a supermarket, I said, I'm not having kids. I'm going to be a working girl. Um, and she said, what the, don't say that, but where are you going to work? And I said, at McDonald's. So I've shot a little bit higher. I'm a technical writer in pharmaceuticals, um, and I'm also an author. Um, and I grew up in a family where my aunt was child-free. So that has really shaped my decision. Awesome. Lois. Uh, so hi, my name is Lois. I am from England, and I work as a barista. And just the more people bring their children into the cafe, it just really assures and affirms my decision that like not having kids is a really good thing. <laughs> and next up, Daphne. Hi, um, so yeah, I'm Daphne, 24, and I'm from the Philippines. So ever since I was 16, seven, 16, around 16 or 17 years old, I already decided not to have children because I realized um, that females have choices. I was in an all-female school way back in college so and i have professors there who were uh who were uh, child free who didn't have children who didn't have partners so i was like okay so if they can do it then um i can too or you know i mean you realize that oh we have choices like everyone has choices so there yeah and juliana Hi, I'm 23 years old. I'm from Westchester, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm the co-founder of Trip of Her Own. We host all female uh, trips around the world. Uh, we travel um, and bring women with us. Um, and I've always known that I've wanted to be child-free for as long as I can remember. Awesome. All right. So we just asked this question to the 60 plus panel. So now we're going to ask it to you. Let's talk about regret. 
Now you're on the other end of the, of the spectrum with regret. So pardon me here for a second. How do you respond when people say you might regret your choice? We'll start with you, Laura. So um, I look at my aunt. Um, I tell people that I'm in the process of trying to get a full hysterectomy. Um, I have always been more open to adopting than having my own children. I have tocophobia. Um, and I look at my aunt and my uncle and how they have such an amazing marriage. They have done what they wanted to do. Um, and, you know, I tell people if I haven't changed my mind since I was three, I'm probably not going to change my mind. Um, I also do bring up that I do have a medical history. I have been pregnant before um, and I don't regret how those pregnancies turned out. And I think that if you can go through um, an experience of a traumatic miscarriage and still not regret that you're child free, then, then I'm pretty safe. I do like to throw that in the face of the people who try to bingo me though. <laughs> nice. Um. <laughs> I guess it is an interesting question because it's like, well, what if I regret it? But Oh, we lost some sound there. Oh, sorry. Um, what if I did have children and then regret that? And I feel like that is way worse than just not having kids and sort of, oh, well, what could have been? But there's always sort of what could have been. And then I have like four wonderful sisters and I just think like, you know, one of them will have kids and I can be like that cool auntie that I've always wanted to be. Cool aunthood is the best. Yeah. I mean, especially when you like your sibling and you like the, the kids yeah. that your sibling has spawned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> aunthood is awesome. Yeah. Anglehood too, I imagine. Uh, Daphne, go ahead. Um, I respond by saying that everyone has choices. I have a choice of my own. And that we, we just really have to accept the fact that we are not one and the same. Um, your lifestyle may be different uh, with mine. So um, yeah, I think our differences make life worth living. Because imagine if you experience the same thing, what else do you need to talk about when you experience it also, right? And Juliana, go ahead. For me, it's definitely like I, I always kind of phrase the question back to them a little bit. I'm like, well, if somebody was very young and they said that they've always wanted to be a parent, it's never questioned. You know, it's always just accepted. And so when somebody asks me that and they say, you know, why, well, what if you regret it? I'm like, well, you know, you never regretted becoming a parent. And in reverse, I'm definitely not going to regret not being a parent. Um, but I, I also usually tell people that the things that I'm going to regret are you know if i wasn't able to travel and see the world you know my business is revolves around traveling and, and seeing as much as i possibly can of the world it's, it's one of my greatest joys and uh if i had a child i i wouldn't necessarily be able to do that and so i have a lot of goals that revolve around my life staying child free and i would i would regret not being able to do those things and so it's just a matter of maybe changing their perspective of, of somebody that asks you that and and showing them that you know having kids is not the only thing that you can regret it seems like uh, along a lot of the the questions that we get asked that society always wants you to be very 
very worried about the future and very concerned about it. So how do you, uh, how do you enjoy the present and not worry about the future? Laura, and we'll go, go with that. Yeah, Laura, sorry, go so, ahead. So um, I used to be somebody who was so worried about the future. I would be planning on my future. Like every given moment, I had a whole life plan. And when I was about, I guess, 24-ish, I realized that nothing has gone according to plan. And in fact, it's turned out better. Um, it is part of my kind of spiritual practice to try and be present and try and ground myself in the moment. Um, but this past year, it has really opened my eyes to just living in the moment. And I am absolutely the happiest that I have ever been. It is when I started speaking out on TikTok and other social media about being child-free um, and just kind of saying to myself, like, I don't know where I'm 15 years in the future. I never say never. I, I, could change my mind and want to be a foster mom or adopt. I say foster mom or adopt because I'm getting a hysterectomy. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, but I never say never and I don't worry about tomorrow. And it's made me relax in all of my relationships, um, partners, family, friendships, you know, everything is in the moment. And if I'm happy in the moment, I like to just sit there and just revel in that feeling. And that helps me. Awesome. Lois, how about you? Um, I do try not to worry about the future because I do think people get very caught up in thinking like, oh, what will be or what could be. And then also I have like ADHD. So trying to even plan for like the week ahead is a big achievement if I manage that much. So I just think like, I think people do spend so much time worrying about the future that they don't actually worry about what is happening now. And there's not a big emphasis on like, enjoying yourself now it's always oh what could you have what could you do better and it's like no just be pleased with yourself now as you are yeah good point and uh daphne just like lore i i would worry about uh, the future in the past years but i've come to appreciate what is now and how i do it is i just look around I look into myself, um, what the, the blessings that I have, but, uh, more like responding to blessings and being appreciative of what is happening around me, especially the good and the positive ones. And yeah, I, right now I'm at, the, at, I'm at the point of my life that I don't worry about the future because we, we we're not sure we might not be why worry of the future why worry about the future if we're not sure if if we're going to be part of the future you know <laughs> that's a great point yeah and juliana that's gonna stick in my head now that's, that's, that's a great point <laughs> juliana, um, I, yeah i think that um my decision in being child free has actually freed me of a lot of worry about the future um, you know, if I had a child, I would be worrying about, you know, whether or not they're going to have access to clean water, whether or not climate change is going to affect them and their kids' kids and their kids' kids, you know, generations um, coming. And I would worry about a lot more of money for the future. 
Whereas right now I can spend my 20s building up things that are going to be the legacy for the rest of my life. I'm able to focus on building up my business. I'm able to start investing my money young so I can, you know, retire and, you know, have money for, for when I'm retired. And so I think my decision in being child free has given me a lot of weight off of my shoulders when it comes to worrying about the future. So how do you respond to you'll change your mind? Like a definite, not if, you will change your mind. How do you respond to that? Keep it PG. Pardon? Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. Uh, there might be kids watching. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we have the buzzer. Um, go ahead, Laura. Um, again, it's, it's kind of one of those things, like I made this decision when I was three, but I also, I get a little bit petty now when people tell me that I'll change my mind. And to be honest, the question for me is not, um, that I get a lot, isn't whether or not I'll change my mind, because I think people know that I'm pretty set now, now that I'm so public about it. Um, but again, I, I, I'll bring up my medical history. I'll I'll bring up the history and and they'll feel terrible when they say that because I cannot tell you and you know they always tell you that you know miscarriages are this horrendous thing but the amount of relief that I felt afterwards I bring that up because that's not something that's not a question or a feeling that women are supposed to have after that happens but when I bring that up they tend to get it because I'm presenting a different, like something that maybe they've never thought about before. The amount of relief, the amount of just determination after that, that I had to get my hysterectomy to live a full child-free life has been the most freeing thing. So I really don't get that question anymore because too many people made the mistake of asking me that. However, I do get when you were younger, you express that you might want kids one day and to those people who who you know bring that up i say i had to act like a fence sitter because i wanted to get out of the conversation and i think that that's something that a lot of people tend to throw in young people's faces when we might not have the strength to stand up to the bingos oh but you said this two years ago yeah but that's because you wouldn't let it go that's a good point that's a good point lois go ahead yeah i guess for people who are very steadfast with like you will change your mind i'm just kind of like okay fine just so they'll they'll stop talking to me because it's just not worth it but for some people when they say it and i'm like okay but you say you really don't like i don't know like chocolate for example i'm not going to constantly be like well try it try it you will change your mind it kind of just works the same if someone says they don't like something or they don't want something then i don't get why that isn't applied for when I say, oh, I, I don't really want children. Or people are like, oh, I don't really like horror films. You'll change your mind. Just what, you know, I just think it should just be treated the same way. Like I should get given like the kind of same respect as it is when someone just says, oh, I don't really like that. I don't like that. I don't want that. Like people who don't like pineapple on pizza, try it. You'll change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting some of those reactions. Okay. <laughs> I was laughing because you brought it up in Child Freak. I am a fan. I, it's not It's not that bad. Try it. Uh, go ahead, Daphne. Yeah, I just want to add to what Lois um, mentioned regarding, you know, you have your own picks and I have mine. And 
um, relating to having a childy lifestyle or not having a childy lifestyle, it both has its consequences and problems. And so, um, whether you, um, whether you choose to, uh, any of these lifestyles, you'll still encounter, um, yeah, problems and consequences that, that, uh, um, yeah, I mean, there, it has its own consequences, and so yeah, I mean, you know, um, whatever you choose, there are things that, uh, know, people might not understand, but here we are. But um, yeah, so how do I respond to that statement? Um, I think. I find these people curious and they want to know more. So, um, they but they're just not sure how to address it to us uh, who want to live a healthy lifestyle. So, I need. Uh, so, I think, um, what I do some uh, yeah, I educate, uh, these people like me and my experience as like the reasons why I tell them. So they will also be enlightened. So, uh, meaning when they meet another person who is all who is also having this happy lifestyle, they'll be able to relate and they'll be able to understand more. So, right, like we're helping another healthy um, lifestyle as well. So thanks to Childcare Convention because my family knew, I will actually, I already told my parents or my, my family that my family that I, I'm i not gonna bear any children. I don't have any plan, plan I don't have any plans to have kids. So, this child free convention became like a firm <laughs> like um uh firm it was like a, a notice to them that oh okay <laughs> so thanks yeah yeah they, they, they really took cool. you a little more serious yeah yeah juliana go ahead yeah i think it's so important that when people come to us with those questions I, i'll go off of what daphne said that i think it comes from a place of not understanding um, because it's so ingrained into our society that that's just what you do. Um, and so when people often come to me with those questions, I try to get them to, you know, ask me about why I have decided to be child free. And I can ask them about why they have decided to become parents in reverse, because I think it all stems from a place of just misunderstanding, not really understanding that my decision to be child free is not just, oh, I don't feel like it. It is really based in a lot of different things that have um, you know, have been solid to who I am as a person for a really long time. And so I think if, if those people have a fuller understanding of the reasons why, and that it's not just because I'm young and I don't feel like it right now, then they might be like, okay, well, yeah, she's definitely not going to change her mind. She has, you know, 10 reasons why, um, and we can all, you know, step away from that conversation with a better understanding of not only just child-free people in general, but also why people would do the opposite, why people would become parents. And I, I think it's so important that, especially as young people, we start to open up that conversation to people who are asking us those kinds of questions. So looking ahead, how have each of you started to maybe plan for your long-term care if you've gotten that far in the, into future planning, even though we talked about not worrying about it in the past? <laughs> Laura, go ahead. Um, my number one thing right now is to work on my career. Like I said, I'm a writer. Um, I got published for the first time when I was 19, but I'm looking to expand that career. I also work in pharmaceuticals. I am trying my hardest to get financially set. Um, 
And, you know, if I wasn't child free, I don't think I would be where I am today. Um, as far as how much money I make and how far I've gotten in my career. And so that's one thing that being child-free has been really positive about. I'm kind of a workaholic. Um, but I think that like for right now, it's like I got student loans um, and I want to pay those off before I really start thinking about long-term care because what's the point of making long-term plan care, like care plans and pay, like putting money away for it if you still have student loan debt? I want to get out of debt. That's my number one thing right now. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dr. J. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my number one plan right now is to just keep working on my career. I would love to get to the point where I could write books and not have to work. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So Lois, what about you? Uh, yeah, just at the minute, I'm just trying to work, just do super crazy hours and stuff and as many hours and just try and save up as much money as possible because I saw that term I didn't know like this existed the one where it's like financially independent retire early and I was like I want to be one of those people when I'm older so that's kind of the aim yeah Daphne how about you um that actually I've not planned yet but I think about it as well um but one thing's for sure I'm gonna work hard <laughs> to have someone uh, to take care of me. Um, I think I wouldn't I wouldn't rely on my, if, if I will have nephews and nieces or my younger siblings to take care of me because um, I, I, I don't wanna um, oblige them or to tell them to take care of me. So um, the solution would be to really work hard <laughs> to have someone to take care of me in the future. Yeah, yeah. And Juliana? Yeah, I think that this is such an important question, especially now as younger people, because um, it's not something that's often thought about uh, when it comes to younger people, unless it is to child-free people. Um, but there, there's two things that I want to say on this. The first one is that a lot of times when I tell people that I'm child-free, I never plan on being a parent, is, you know, oh my gosh, what are you going to do when you're older? And I just think that it is so unfair to put any kind of burden like that onto a child. Um, I, I don't think that it should be anybody else's responsibility. Even if I had children, I wouldn't expect them to you know spend their life taking care of me um but i think the biggest things that i would do and am currently doing is investing my money um so i have a 401k through my work and i am also investing uh, monthly into a roth uh ira so that i can build up my wealth and have enough money um for when i'm older to be able to pay for my own care for sure Oh, the screen froze. I'm like, Cody fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> we still have another, hour, another 30, 30 minutes to go. All right. So last question. Uh, what is your support system now? Uh, let's say even within the child-free community. And how do you want to shape it for your future? Uh, Laura, go ahead. Well, number one, shout out to Child Free Club on Clubhouse. <laughs> Yay. Because you guys have been like my one of my biggest support systems. Um, I look forward to every single morning um, and just getting more involved with the child-free community. I mean, my family, my mother, she's watching right now, um, is 
very supportive of me being child free. She posts my animals like they're her actual grandchildren. Um, and so I do have a very supportive family of my decision. Like I said, my aunt was child free. So my family was very, very used to, you know, my mom's even adopted by her stepmother. So my grandmother never had biological children. And so we were come from a family where it's very supportive um, of things like adoption or not having your own biological children. And for that, I understand I'm very lucky because I see so much in child-free groups in the child-free community of people's parents being very unsupportive of them. And that honestly breaks my heart. Um, so between child-free club, my family, I've started to, you know, make friends. Um, I do have some friends who are parents, but they're very supportive of my child-free choice. Um, and if they're not supportive of my child-free choice, then they're not supportive of me. And I let those friendships fall. Yeah, Lois. Uh, yeah, I'm quite lucky because as I said, I have four younger sisters and we're all super, super close. And then one of my other sisters, she's also said that um, she doesn't want children either. So then it makes me think, oh, that's good that she kind of almost looks up to me in that way that I was able to make that decision in like a big family. So I think that's quite nice. And then also my auntie, she also doesn't have any children. So it's not like a completely new concept in our family for someone to have not had children. Like it's just the norm. All right, thanks. And Daphne? Yeah, so um, my support system is my family. Uh, same with Lois. Um, my I, my one and only sister also plans to have a child-free lifestyle, and I'm very happy about her decision as well. But of course, um, yeah, I, I'm happy about her decision as well. So yeah, um, I'm just really happy that I have a supportive family. Uh, they just let me be as long as I don't know. We do not hurt anyone, right? So, um, as long as we don't hurt anyone, and as long as we live our life the way, um, the way we want to be, or it to be, then yeah, we're we're good. So yeah. And Juliana. Yeah, I have two main supporters in my choice of being child-free. Um, the first one is my mother. She's always been a huge supporter. Um, she often comes to me and says, you know, uh, that when she tells people and, and shares with other people that I'm child-free, she gets a lot of um, backlash as well. You know, like, oh my gosh, aren't you disappointed? You're not going to be a grandmother kind of thing. And, and she says that she is always trying to defend me in that decision and let people know that we shouldn't be putting that kind of pressure on the younger generation and, oh. and you know sway that sway their decisions um in that way so i'm i'm super proud to be able to have somebody who defends me like that um behind my back um and the second support is my partner you know he also doesn't want children and i think that that's you know so important to be on the same page about that in a relationship um but he's also defended my my choice in being child free on, on multiple occasions and so i think it's just super important to have you know the people who are closest to you really believe in you Awesome. So with that, we're going to wrap up the panel here. Is there anything you would like to plug or show your support for or let people know how they can reach out to you after the convention? Laura, let's start with you. Always my TikTok. I, it's right here. Um, 
I put it first this time because I only need like 30 more followers and I can start doing child free lives. <laughs> so yeah, always my TikTok. All of my social media is this right here, except for Instagram. Again, it's bad bitches official because somebody took my handle like five years ago and doesn't post with it. So um, you can also find me at the website. Again, I have some child-free crop tops for sale. All proceeds go to abortion funds in the United States in the South. So. All right. Lois. Uh, yeah. If anyone wants to follow my Instagram, they're more than welcome. I'm pretty sure it's at Lois Parker 098. I am starting a YouTube channel. Um, which will is going to be like a podcast. It's just a kind of Q and A thing. The link is in the bio. It's about films and stuff. But if anyone or I could just do any kind of topic, I'm down for anything. So if anyone wants to start following that, or if anyone just wants other meetups about being child free, especially in like England, because I don't really meet a lot of people um, around my age in here about that. So yeah, just if you want. All right, Daphne. So you can subscribe to my blog spot at yours truly .wordpress.com. I also write about I think yeah, I was already uh, able to write about me wanting to be, uh have have be like that on that blog. Also I, I have vegan recipes over there. <laughs> and then yeah, you can I don't have any Instagram or Twitter, so but you can follow or um add me on Facebook or message me definitely. Thank you. Okay. And Juliana. Um, if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, um, I'm the co-founder of Trip of Her Own, and that's our handle on Instagram. No spaces or anything, just Trip of Her Own. We host all women's um, trips around the world, group trips, um, and that has played a huge part in you know why I'm child-free as well, travel, and I'll be speaking on that tomorrow at the second part of the convention. So, yep, give us a follow, and thank you very much. All right. We look Wait, there's a second part of the convention? What? <laughs> Who wow, I didn't know this. We didn't tell you? <laughs> no. Seriously. All right. I'm sorry. This this is <laughs> what happens. I when can, Lenora, I can tell you're just, <laughs> you're just you like, can, you, 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 can't, you can't tell anything. <laughs> so with that, we're going we're gonna to wrap up the panel. Thank you, everyone, for coming. And uh, yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.